NFL Week 13 is upon us, my friends, as it starts with the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, getting a win over the New Orleans Saints, and Taysom Hill is their starting quarterback, 27-17. You remember Big Mike, Mike McCarthy, the guy who proclaimed, and I tend to agree with him, right? Uh, he's got a street named after him. Let's just state the facts. I mean, I'm a highly successful NFL head coach. <laughs> and a Super Bowl. More wins than Vince Lombardi. Mike McCarthy had to watch from afar, not in Jerry's world, to celebrate as he has got COVID-19. By all accounts, he's doing fine, fully vaccinated, right? So Mike McCarthy had to watch his team uh, beat the New Orleans Saints to move to 8-4 and four on the year, 27-17. to 17. I was watching this game last night and just thinking back. Uh, years ago, when there was a guy who went by the name of Taysom Hill for the Green Bay Packers, an undrafted rookie out of BYU, with the Packers buried on the depth chart in the quarterback room with the Green Bay Packers, what was that, uh, 2017. And every, not everyone, there's there's Packer fans and then there's Cheeseheads. Packer fans can see things a little more clearer than the uh, the likes of the Cheeseheads. But Taysom Hill uh, would get some action. And, uh, well, he threw a touchdown pass during the fourth quarter of a preseason game in 2017 at Lambeau Field. And a lot of people are like, man, this guy, this guy might be something, the Cheeseheads. And then once Ted Thompson let Taysom Hill go in early September to get the roster down to 53 men, my God, were the Cheeseheads just livid that Taysom Hill was no longer on the Packers. How could you let a quarterback like him go? How could you ever do him dirty like that? This guy is incredible. And if you remember correctly, uh, Ted Thompson ended up going with... uh, You know, statistically not great. I'll tell you that much. But Hundley making the roster. Taysom Hill, there he went, undrafted out of BYU. There he went, and then he uh, ended up getting picked up by the New Orleans Saints who scooped him up with a waiver claim on September 3rd of 2017 as the Packers gave a nod to Brett Hundley. And all we heard, a nonstop, Taysom Hill this, Taysom Hill that. I can't believe Taysom Hill would let, uh, they would let Taysom Hill go. Yada, yada, yada. How dare we do him dirty like that? Well, last night, Taysom Hill threw four interceptions, including a pick six for the New Orleans Saints. 19 of 41, 264 yards. He did throw two touchdowns. Or three of that pick six. And four interceptions. His QBR was 28.4. His quarterback rating, 44.2. Now, Taysom Hill did get it done on his feet, believe it or not, without Elvin Kamara last night for the Saints. Taysom Hill rushed the ball 11 times for 101 yards. What? This dude's a gadget player, man. I, as I'm watching this all unfold and watching the boys take down the Saints, all I could think about was 2017, then into 2018, and then into 2019 of ev- not everyone. I keep saying everyone. It's the everyone for the cheeseheads screaming from the mountaintops that, my God, the Packers, what have you done? Why'd you let Taysom Hill go? Listen, listen, no, no. If you're still on that belief and you, well, if you watched last night and you believe that, and then after the game, if you still believe that, seek help. But if you're uh, coming to the realization, as I did many years ago, he ain't it. So Packer fans, cheeseheads, I should say, let's calm down with the Taysom Hill love. The guy ain't it, okay? It's okay. Let it go. 
It's okay. Let it go. All right. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Uh, excited to uh, get things going today all the way till 10 o'clock. A lot of stuff to talk about as we have no Packers this weekend. They're in the bye week. No Badger football this weekend. They're going to wait uh, to see where they're going bowling. That's going to be on Sunday when that's announced. We'll dive into that. Uh, more Packers as well. I mean, I got audio from Rodgers, from Devontae Adams, from uh, Matt LaFleur, all kinds of good stuff. So we'll uh, talk the bye week, who we want to see come back in the biggest way for the Green Bay Packers as they've been battling a lot of injuries. I think it's uh, very well documented, right? Still 9-3, and three, though. The creme de la creme. Are they the best team in the NFL? Are they the second best team in the NFL? Are they the third? You know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers sitting up there. I've always been under the big guys. That to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, whoo, Tom Brady, he is the man. Uh, right now, looking at the playoff picture, you got, uh, and this is something I wanted to cover today as well with the Packers. Cardinals sitting at that first round bye with the one seed right now at 9 and 2. Kyler Murray looking like he's going to be coming back. Then you got your Green Bay Packers. They're the two seed. Nine and three, just said it right. You look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers; uh, they've already had their buy, so they're sitting eight and three on the year. Dallas Cowboys now the four seed at eight and four. You look at the L.A. Rams, who the Packers dis- dispatched on Sunday; they're the five seed at seven and four. By the way, that NFC West, the Packers are four and zero, oh, a clean sweep of the division, and they have three teams in the playoffs right now. Uh, the Forty ers they're the sixth seed, sitting at six and five, and our guys in uh, one's in Shawano, one's in Appleton, the twin brothers Doug and G Dub, your football team, my boys, your football team, squeaking in with the seven seed at five and six. Obviously, uh, uh, still left of the NFL season to play out here to see what happens. Real quick, looking at the AFC Ravens, the number one, Patriots. They're number two. Titans sitting at number three. Chiefs, they're number four. The Bengals, they're a five seed. The Bills, who have a big matchup. So, what was that? Monday night against the New England Patriots. A battle of the uh, Titans of the AFC East this year. Uh, the Bills are a six seed. And then Justin Herbert and those LA Chargers sitting at the seven seed. I, I'm curi- curious to see if anyone thinks they're a clear-cut favorite out of the AFC. Uh, obviously, you want to default because it's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, right? But they are just, they're a little different this year. What goes up eventually has to come down. That offense is still stellar. The line, it's okay. And then the defense comes in question. But the Chiefs, you know, it's packed in the AFC. Similar to the NFC, uh, I think the, man, I don't know. I think there's better teams, obviously, in the NFC than there are in the AFC. Ravens, Patriots, Titans, Chiefs. The Bengals just, it's Cincinnati, right? Are they going to end up just crapping down their leg at the end of the year? The whole state of Ohio, unless your name is Ohio State, and I guess the Cincinnati Bearcats this year, we'll see what happens in college football. Uh, but if you're the Bengals or the Browns, there's you just can't get the stench of failure to be scrubbed off of you. Kind of like the Detroit Lions. <laughs> and then uh, Chargers. I like Justin Herbert, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, AFC, is there a clear cut? You know, Lamar Jackson came back for the Ravens. Uh, what was that against the Browns? That was a very abysmal game. But it was him coming back. He had an illness, yada, yada, yada. Uh, focusing, though, on the NFC. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, the Dallas Cowboys. This is something that I wanted to get into today. You know, yesterday, on that day in history, on December 2nd, 2018, Mike McCarthy was fired. After the, uh, Cow- uh, excuse me, after the Packers lost to the 
Arizona Cardinals and Josh Rosen at Lambeau Field. And that was also Aaron Rodgers' birthday. Happy belated birthday, Aaron. Also Aaron Jones' birthday yesterday. If your name was Aaron, the likelihood of it being your birthday yesterday was uh, huge. How incredible would it be to have playoffs run through Lambeau and a guy named Mike McCarthy, who now is America's coach for America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, to come into Lambeau and battle Matt LaFleur, the guy who, you know, didn't take his job, but got the job, and Aaron Rodgers, Packers, Cowboys, Lambeau Field, Mike McCarthy's looking at his sign out there, Mike McCarthy Way, his street sign, remembering all the good times, and I'd imagine some of the bad times as well, but hoisting that, you know, bringing back Vince Lombardi's trophy, eight NFC North championships, more wins than Vince Lombardi. I would love to see, just as a guy that likes the drama, a guy that likes the topic, the you know, selfishly for radio, just to you know, discuss it with all of you at, by the way, 608-321-1670, the Dallas Cowboys come in to Lambeau Field with Big Mike to take on Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. My God, it would be incredible. Hate week. I don't even know you, but I hate your guts. But I hate your guts. I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you. But I wish all the bad things in life happened to you and only you. I hate you. Hate week, Marquette Golden Eagles. That's what they do this week as they lead up to their game against the Wisconsin Badger basketball team. And then they don't understand when Wisconsin fans don't get too upset if they lose. It's like, I don't even think about you (laughs) until like tip off or day of. Day of. I guess I'm thinking of them now, but it's the next team on the docket. Yeah. Like, okay, Marquette Ron's going to join us. When you're the next game, you think about him. But there's no, there's not a hate week. No. Like, this week, right? Marquette Ron's going to join us at 820. He texted me yesterday, because it's, it's a tradition that we have every year, where I get Marquette Ron in, and he spews his BS about how Marquette's so great, and Wisconsin sucks, and I laugh at him, and I laugh. And then we get some updates on Geo's Garden. Yeah, and then we talk some charity stuff, which he's involved in, which, you know, is near and dear to you know, my heart, his heart, obviously, because he started Geo's Garden the... It's a respite for you know you know parents and, and siblings and people with special needs children, but I look at I looked at uh, the text messages I got yesterday, and Marquette Ron goes, "What? No text to have Marquette Ron come in to talk about the Golden Eagles? Well, he says the Warriors, the Golden Eagles, and the Badgers." I go, Mark. I go, Ron. This is how much I think about Marquette. I didn't even think about it till right now. Like, my apologies, dude. So, yeah, come on in. Come on in. Tomorrow's Friday. Would love to have you. 8 o'clock hours open. He's like, I'm there. So Ron's coming in at 820. We're there, man. But that's how much I think of the right. of Marquette. Like, I don't. <laughs> Until it's the next game on the docket. It's, yeah. We were more excited about the Big Ten ACC Challenge, which is essentially meaningless, yeah. than an in-state rival, the Marquette Golden Eagles. Yeah. It's <laughs> so now that they're here, like yeah, Marquette, uh, they have a whole week dedicated to hating uh, the Wisconsin Badgers. Hate, 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 hate. I'm trying to think of all the things that I mean. It's not it's not everything that's too terrible, right? It's all like in yeah, but I guess they, quote they unquote still, fun. They still call it hate week. Yeah, how dare they? I mean, it's, in 2021, it, you can it, it it's all in good fun and all that, but if you call something hate week, you're at a different level of disdain for a school than I am. 
in this scenario. <laughs> What's well, Marquette? Um, you know, they want they always have their their ribs at Wisconsin. Obviously, like you know, NCAA championships. Final. That, well, that's no, what you get when you go to a public school. Final fours are the same now, right? Three each, I do believe. Yeah. Badgers are more recent, obviously. And then what's the one claim to fame of most recent for Marquette? 77. And, and, and Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade. Sure. Can't wait to hear about Dwayne Wade today, <laughs> who's now been retired from the NBA for a couple of years. And hasn't been at Marquette since 03? <laughs> 04? I can't wait to hear about Dwayne Wade. Wow. Get Love you, me some D. Get Wade. to hear a little bit of Oregon native yeah, Shaka, Shaka Smart. Smart. Well, that's you know that's a cool. I'll give credit there. That's a cool story, right? I'm not yeah. a big, I'm not the biggest of Shaka Smart guys, but it's cool that you have. He a, has hair now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just like when we found out Buzz Williams earlier this yeah. year, or a couple. What was that? Two weeks ago. Yeah, he has hair now. As uh, Ben Kenny, when he was in FURJ, talking about fake bald guys, yeah. and Shaka Smart, one of them. But a cool story though, right? Or, Oregon, Wisconsin, or Oregon, Wisconsin. You know, and then uh, making your way. Uh, where did he, was it? West Virginia or? Then Texas, Virginia Commonwealth, Commonwealth. Sorry, VCU, and then uh, yeah, Texas, and never really, Texas didn't really do too much in Texas. Nothing uh, crazy. Yeah, they never really got to the levels they thought they would. Yeah, I mean, well, that's Texas is one. back, right? They fired Rick Barnes, and then the program went to hell. <laughs> yeah, but you look at Marquette, man, and you know, Shaka Smart, cool story. Don't get me wrong, and um, they had their big win earlier this year against Illinois. But let me remind people, uh, Coffee uh, Kofi Coburn. Did not play because, if you remember correctly, he was suspended because he couldn't wait for the NIL deals to go. Yeah, uh, in the place selling all of his stuff. He was selling. Like, he was selling one day before. One day before he was selling some uh, some Illinois team gear, and he probably got his uh, military time screwed up. But it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was he like, hey, at o one at o hundred hours, you can. He's like, oh, 100. I wonder what that means. Oh. Well, let's do it today. Oh, maybe it means a day early. All right. So, yeah. I'm gonna start. so he was suspended five games, didn't play, obviously. And uh, Marquette did defeat Illinois. But I'm looking at their schedule. Or, and they beat Illinois by one point. Mm-hmm. You beat, uh, or they beat um, SIU Edwards, the Cougars. Wow. wow. I believe that's Southern Illinois Edwardsville. Yeah. Yep. You would be correct. 88 uh, to 77. Then they beat New Hampshire. I believe that's the uh, University of New Hampshire. You'd be correct. Seventy-five <laughs> to seventy. I think that's in New Hampshire. And then they went on to beat uh, Illinois by one point without Kofi Coburn. And yep. then they beat Mississippi, which I think that's in Mississippi. Uh, the Ole Miss Rebels. O- Ole Miss? Are they still the Rebels? Yep. The seventy-eight to seventy-two. Oh, yeah, they're still the they're, Rebels. They're so, okay. And they just changed their logo to that bear rather than a Southern general. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> and then they went and beat uh, West Virginia, eighty-eight to, or eighty-two to seventy-one. I do believe they're still the Mountaineers. Yep. I wish they is, like. A, is their guy allowed to carry his musket around and still shoot it? Uh, well, uh, I kind of wanted to carry no, around some when, when moonshine. They were, when they were here, he was not allowed to bring his gun into the stadium. You can open carry in Wisconsin. No, no, no. But the n- not a not the last time they played here. Oh, oh, oh! West Virginia football. There was probably a sign that said no firearms. No, I just think and the so university just did not let him bring in the. <laughs> is it a weapon. real? Is it a real gun? Or is it? I'm sure I, it's a I prop. Know, but I, yeah, I'm sure it's all a prop. I know is they fire it off. You know when when oh, they score so. a touchdown or or field goal. Now does he? Is it a musket then? Yeah. Does he have to look? 
I would love to see if he I, loads I, it himself, or is it just like a... Never seen it in person because they didn't allow the gun into the I am very intrigued into now. Into the stadium. I am very intrigued on this. Uh, then they went out to Marquette to the Golden Eagles. Uh, St. Bonaventure, 70-54, to and then they beat Northern Illinois, and then they wanted to beat Jackson State, and now Wisconsin is on their docket tomorrow at 11.30 tip. Hmm, there you go. So Marquette, their one big win, Illinois, without Kofi Coburn. Wisconsin has had a string of... I mean, obviously, I think... I don't think I know. The biggest one is the Houston Cougars. Yeah. 12th in the country at the time, a Final Four team. And then what would be their next biggest win? Um, I mean, St. Mary's. reigning ACC champs. Yeah. Didn't you got that would, nice little... Uh, say Georgia Tech was a good one. Georgia Tech. Well, dude, uh, DeVoe Texas was a Texas A&M was a good one. Yeah, they were undefeated at the time. Didn't really play too much. St. Mary's was a good... That was a good win, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, St. Mary's is no schleps. Right. And then you go and look at this Wisconsin team ranked in the country. You got you know eyes turning attention to Johnny Davis. Who's uh, rising up on rising up on draft boards for the NBA and uh, Brad Davison coming off that twenty-seven point game? Yeah, yeah, I love it, dude. So I'm excited for this game. I don't get the hate, but we'll talk to Marquette Ron. Te- Texas A&M now seven and one, so still only one blemish on their record. And it, I, you could easily make the case that if Wisconsin had Johnny Davis against the Providence Friars, mm-hmm. that they'd win that game. Yeah. So Wisconsin easily—I'm not going to make excuses, but easily could be undefeated here. Yeah, this is. Uh, Badger's second Big East opponent, Providence. Yeah, looking at Marquette though. And hey, Providence isn't doing bad. They're seven and one as well. Yeah, looking at Marquette, that could end up being an okay loss by the end of the year. Now, um, Wisconsin lost. Was it? Yeah, they lost. Did they lose last year against Marquette? I'm trying to uh, remember correctly. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they did. So they've had some really big battles. Yeah, and I'm excited for those in in game. I love it. I, I'll hate Marquette in-game. Totally. But, like, outside of then us having to talk about their hate for us all week, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. There's no hate going the other way. No. I, I'm, listen, I don't, like, actively root for Marquette when they're not, you know, when they're not playing Wisconsin, but if it's in the NCAA tournament, I'll, I'll, what, what really gets root, me, though, them, but I'll be like, hey, you know, go Marquette. Is when they start ripping on, like, if your football team loses. You're like, well, we've been undefeated since 1960. Oh, uh, okay. Let's go, to, let's go to the phone's quick. Welcome to the show. Who's this? I'm going to Alice Costello if it kills me. And if I get the car off. Well, it sounds like it's gonna you're going to end up dropping before that. Elvis Costello, yes, coming to the Sylvie, actually, RJ. Oh, yeah. Uh, Charlie, Godspeed, my friend. Sounds like he wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Elvis Costello if it kills me. Better. Sounds like you're already knocking on death's door, my man. Drink some water. Drink some of that water, my man, Charlie. All right. News to us, RJ. This is how he's. There we go. This is the one I wanted. News sounder. This is the one I wanted. Breaking news while you were sleeping. Unless you work night shift. Unless you work nights. Or can't sleep at night. Or have insomnia. Or have insomnia, yes. Breaking news. Or got a. You got up to take a leak. Like I did at 2 a.m., but didn't look at my phone. Breaking news. Zadarius Smith, Packers linebacker, posted on Instagram last night. It's about that time. Smiley face emoji with a picture of him in his Packers uniform grinning ear to ear. Again, breaking news. Zadarius Smith, Packers linebacker, number 55, posts on his Twitter account. It's about that time. Does that mean he's back? I don't know. Does that mean Zadarius Smith is back? 
Ted. Yeah. More at ten. I don't know. I mean, when he just showed up uh, in Green Bay and just posted, "Good to be back." Everybody's like, "Oh my oh, god, he's gonna back. play!" And then we saw him on the sidelines at practice. You know, just walking around. He obviously wasn't practicing, but like, "Oh my god, it's in him and he's coming back!" And then he never really did. Yeah. But this is uh, this is a head scratcher to me. I don't think Zadarius Smith would be trying to get our hopes up, would he? Just to crush them. Well. He's got to know by now that as Wisconsin sports fans, that happens to us almost every year. Right. You get your hopes up just to be crushed unless you're the Milwaukee Bucks when they win the championship. Oh, hell, we just experienced it. We were just talking about freaking Minnesota beating uh, Wisconsin football. Mm-hmm. But Zadarius Smith made an Instagram post. It's about that time. It's about that time. I want to take this, RJ. I want to take this as something that he's back. I, yeah, but. I, I want to get my hopes up. Yeah. I'm trying to find. I mean, I'm literally just going off his Instagram post. Well, I know. I'm trying to find the Instagram post, see what other people are saying. <laughs> oh, don't tell me. Like, it's, it's still up there, right? Don't tell me to delete it. I, I got oh, no, sc- it's okay, still up there. Okay, good. Just a whole bunch of, yes, sir, LFG. I'm so charged up. <laughs> this would be huge for the Packers, man, to get Zadaria Smith back. Um, I mean, injury's been just riddling the Packers. Still 9-3, and three, one of the best teams, if not the best team uh, in the NFL. If they're not 1A, they're 1B. I'm always a big Rick Flair guy. The to- amount of people on here are like, Oh my God, we need you back! I'm like, have you watched this defense then this year? Well, I mean, it would be a good thing. If no, but like the amount yeah, of people in here are like, oh, we need you. Like, <laughs> do you? It would be we? great. So Z, I know you're listening, my man. If you could have some clarity here uh, and let us know if you were indeed our back or not, that would be great. If you could call it in at six zero eight three two one sixteen seven. That's a good one. Stop teasing us. Yeah, please. <laughs> just can just let us know, like a, like officially, let us know. So I don't know what it means for his Instagram post. It, it, a, there would be a legitimate chance that he is returning after the bye week, or um, maybe it's a. Uh, well, can you go check Jair Alexander's I mean, account? L- literally three days ago, he posts one that says "Road to Recovery." Well, I mean, okay, so Road to Recovery three days ago, maybe he yeah. recovered because now he said it's about that time. Does Jair have? Um, okay, Jair, mm, Jair Alexander just said, "I am better, thank you," but that was on October 9th. That was his uh, last post. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm trying to. We're trying to see through the uh, the social media, uh, you know, bread crumb trail here. <laughs> Let's go to the phones, quick. Welcome to the show. Who's this? I'm back. Um. Well, I'm thinking I'm back. I'm thinking I'm back. I think that was Darius. They just hung up. No. Oh, okay. I think that was Darius Smith. We we found him. Let's go back. Did you hear that? The dude just called in. Yeah, and all he said was, I'm back. And then he pipe bombed me, hung so- up. Sounded like he was in the car, getting ready to go to Lambeau Field for a workout. Officially. Or o- since it's bye week, is he gone? I'm unofficially officialing. Oh, let me rephrase Unofficially officialing. Hey, let me uh, rephrase that. I'm unofficially officially declaring Zadaria Smith back. He just called it in the program and said, I'm back. I'm thinking I'm back. Uh, welcome to the show, line two. Who's this? Zadarius, is that you again? Right it. Nope. God damn it, Charlie. Unbelievable. We're not asking for you to come we, back. Sit that. You be gone. We're trying to have Zedaria We want Z Smith back. Gone. We don't want you calling back for the 80th time. Unbelievable. All right, so Zedarius Smith, if this is uh, indeed him coming back, this bye week, uh, the latest the Packers have ever had a bye. And it's a little different, right, because there's 17 games now. Mm-hmm. But you look at the Packers, you look at this bye week, and they're definitely going to use it to their advantage, as Matt LaFleur was talking about. Uh, specifically on the defense, though, RJ, uh, the injuries piling up for the Packers. 
Uh, Rashawn Gary, when he when he would look like he like mangled his elbow so bad, like, it was like a hyper <laughs> yeah. extension. You're like, oh god, That's, he's done. That, but like you, like he has right now, you throw that little brace on there. It's it's amazing what that kind of technology can do for you. A brace? In, in ter- yeah, in terms we, of... We have the technology. In, we can rebuild it. In stabilizing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it makes you feel pretty darn good. So It really <laughs> does. And Rashawn Gary was an absolute animal uh, this season. And as the season progressed, despite him you know, missing uh, that one game with the elbow hyperextension, uh, he was an animal against the LA Rams. Yeah. Uh, he was the reason, one of the reasons why that, you know, that, that, that game was so good for the Packers. And then you look at... Um, Devondre Campbell, my God, the bye could not have come at more of a perfect time because then he tested positive for COVID, but was that on Monday? So the earliest, I think if he's unvaccinated, the earliest he can be back is the 10th. If he is for NFL protocols, he just needs to produce two negative tests in a 24-hour span Mm -hmm. uh, to come back. But listen, they're on bye. They're not going to be playing until December 10th. So let's get him right and ready. And then you look at what Brian Gutekunst has been able to do, RJ, and you bring in Rasul Douglas. There's another name. That uh, this guy was like Devondre Campbell. Campbell was a street free agent, right? Rasul Douglas. Nobody wanted him. And here's here's some of they the, just kept chop, chucking him like he was chopped liver. There's a big difference. Uh, well, wasn't was wasn't he on the Cardinals? Yeah, and then you, um, he was on a couple teams, and then they were just like they're like, ah, we don't need you. But they the were Texans on, as well. They were on the practice squad. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But whereas. Ted Thompson was getting straight up street free agents that weren't even on people's practice squad. Well, Ted was grinding like D three tape, like he'd, right. he'd roll in the, but, the, the the you know the TV on the wheels and be like, uh, "Where's is this a D three college? Fantastic!" But at least here you're getting guys who are on practice squads. They just maybe were buried yeah. a little bit, yeah, um, and weren't able to. Yeah, For, these are better free agents coming in than totally. The Packers were bringing in before, and like you guys, I mean, I heard you and Bill talking about it yesterday. Bill talked about it yesterday. You and Ben Kenny talked about it yesterday. Uh, so talk of the day yesterday, right? <laughs> talking about Gutekunst really rebuilding this roster to make it deeper. Yeah, Gutekunst. All right, love Ted Thompson. I got a shirt of his. It says "Ted We Trust." You know, uh, he did a lot of great things early in his career as GM for the Packers. But let's be honest with ourselves. At the end of his tenure. The team was kind of in shambles. There were there were a few positions if you got if they if well, Darius Gunter was covering yeah. Julio Jones if, in an NFC championship. Injuries game. piled up. We saw everything broke down because there was not enough quality yeah. in your depth. Dude, Ladarius Gunter, didn't he end up going in the AAF and the XFL? And yeah. I don't even, maybe a stint in the CFL. I have no idea, but it was not good. No, it was. I think he's an insurance salesman, though. Uh, <laughs> Rasul Douglas, uh, here's his little you know tenure Eagles 2017 2019, Panthers in 2020, and then in 2021, this year, Raiders, Texans, Cardinals, and then obviously catches on with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. He's got a pick six, which we saw against the Rams. He had that interception of Kyler Murray in the end zone against the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. And this is a guy that. Listen, when when they brought him in, I didn't expect anything. I didn't expect no. this. I don't think I, mean, any, I, I think probably only himself did. It, it's one you gotta of, believe it, in yourself. It's not one of those. What you want is a guy who can do the job. You don't have to do anything spectacular. Yeah, just just do your job. Just you gotta be it's available. One of those things. You, I know your name because either you're you're getting burned every play or you are an all pro. If you're in between that, chances are you're solid. I don't know you. Yeah. If, if, if listen, like the best. You know, this is about referees. The best referee is the guy you don't know his name of. Right. 
And um, do they say that about linemen? I mean, you'd, you'd like to have a lineman that's a companion. Usually, you don't guys. hear a lineman's name until they not get a holding. Yes, yeah, it's not sexy. It's yeah. not a sexy until position. until there's a penalty, you don't know a lineman's name unless they become the highest. Paid and unfortunately, like at their okay. position, like Kevin King. Okay, yeah, Kevin King. Everybody knows his name. Well, it, and and that's not. And he here's the thing about King. He is a low-end starter right. in the NFL. And he does a good job. There's just times where, in big situations, he's been burned. burned. So, And the other thing is, you got to be available. You have to be there for your team. Kevin King isn't. And that's another reason why you know his name. Yeah. And T.J. Watt. But you look at, <laughs> I hate to bring that up, but you look at King, he's had, some, I don't want to, I'm not saying that I'm a fan of Kevin King here. Listen, but he is, he is a, he is a low end starter mm-hmm. in the NFL. Would you rather have that or a guy like Ladarius Gunther who couldn't even make it in the AAF? Yeah, give me Kevin King every day. So Rasul Douglas, I have a comments coming up from him. Uh, incredible story. Let's go to the phones quick. Uh, welcome to the show. Who's this? I'm sorry. That's okay. I was I was soliciting Zadarius Smith to call in, and I thought you were Zadarius. Turned out you were just some drunk guy. <laughs> I, I'm just a Don Hudson guy, and uh, well, you have oh fun with God. that, Don. Hey, Charlie, you got, you got a beer in your hand? Yes, I do. Well, one enjoy time. it, my friend. Have a sip. All right, so there he is, Charlie Dunn, the Middle Johnson. He is on one today. Apparently. Stop me if you've heard that before. So, Rasul Douglas, Rasul Douglas, dude, this defense for the Packers. If Zadarius Smith. Uh, as he suggests, and may or may not have called in before Charlie called in twice, said I'm back. Yeah. That's going to be a nice upgrade for this Packers defense and getting ready for that stretch run. Uh, but on Rasul Douglas, this dude, and Mike Clemens was talking about it, like you had suggested, RJ, right? He is like, it's the old adage, first one in, last one to leave. Yeah. You have, you know, uh, position coaches coming in. It's like, I see this dude, like I don't leave until like 11 o'clock at night. Players don't report till 8 a.m., I'm in there. Yeah, I'm there by like seven, six in the morning, these coaches. And there's Rasul Douglas, like eating breakfast while he's pounding (laughs) tape, like looking at his his iPad. iPad, And and he's just pounding tape and cereal. Hopefully it's, uh, you know, hopefully it's a good kind of cereal. A little Raisin Bran Crunch, ice cold 2% milk. Yeah, there you go. But Rasul Douglas, uh, comments from him talking about how. Moving from team to team every year, uh, or this this year, yep. uh, being on what the Raiders, the Texans, the Cardinals, and now with the Packers. Here's uh, more from Rasul Douglas on that. Yeah, no, nah, it was. I mean, just the moving part. You know, I haven't really been anywhere with my with my clothes and and with my son, my family, and stuff like that. I haven't been anywhere yet uh, because I was with the Raiders, and then I went to uh, Houston for two days, basically Friday. <laughs> Uh, I tried to learn as much of the defense for Saturday's game. And then right after there, I went to Arizona. So, and then now I'm here. And what a find by Brian Gutekunst, a guy who everyone was pissed off at mm-hmm. in the uh, and know, that's the I, I never understood that solely because you're pissing off Aaron Rodgers, who now it seems like it was all a front. I don't think it was really him being pissed off at all. It was Aaron Rodgers throwing up smoke screens so he didn't have to do anything in the offseason. Yeah. Um, which at this point in his career, just say you don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't think anyone's really going to. There's gonna, no reason to. Outs- uh, okay, so the media is going to be like, well, he should be there. Well, he clearly doesn't care about the media, and I don't blame him. Right, yeah. but you know what? To to avoid that, you throw all of it on the Packers, yeah. and they take it. And so look, the I'm the reigning MVP. I'm the reigning MVP. I don't think I need to come in to uh, you know throw a ball into a basket. For a couple days here, <laughs> throw it into the net. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I need to do this. Like, no offense, but 
I'm number two. Yeah. I'm, I'm a three-time MVP. I could win another <laughs> MVP. I'm a Super Bowl champion. I don't need to take this ball and throw it into a net. Yeah. And, and let's let Jordan Love do that. But I mean, we've talked about it since uh, Goody was uh, took over. I mean, I think for a couple, for a season there, he was being respectful of uh, Ted Thompson. But then, you know, you made some more cuts and. The whole 2015 draft class, not even on this team anymore. Yeah, um, which is insane. You bring in, uh, you start bringing in free agents. You start bringing in free agents in a season. Like he's not doing things the way the Packers have been uh, since Ted Thompson took over. Yeah, and I think we've seen that. Goody went from public enemy number one to now. For right. so many people aren't even talking about him. It's like we should celebrate for what he's been Absolutely. able to do. There's. For for the fact of all the injuries you've seen and how the defense is, are they a top ten defense? They were number three. Okay, before yeah. the Rams game, I honestly, have not been paying attention to their yeah. actual rank. I have outside to go of, look again. Outside of knowing they've been doing pretty darn good this year, uh, at, look right since now. since the New Orleans game, and uh, you know, there's. The, you shut out the Seahawks when the offense wasn't clicking. You you go toe to toe with that uh, seventh with the Rams total defense. defense. So, yeah, total defense are seventh in the league. They're yeah. a top ten defense. Top ten defense. When was the last with time names that's like happened? Devondre Campbell, who was a street free agent, Rasul, Rasul Douglas, who was on three different teams before you joined the Packers. All the injuries, Darius Smith not being there, yep. right? Uh, Rashawn Gary hurt for a little bit. You got other guys. You're like, who? Jay the, Alexander. Jay Alexander's gone. not there. Kevin King mm. not available. And you look at this defense. You're like, wow. Brian Gutekunst from being public enemy number one. <laughs> Well, and then the other one, to public where enemy now. number one, was Joe Barry. Why'd you bring him in? He went over as a defensive guard. Last night when I was with um, Bill Michaels on the huddle, he's like, do we owe Joe Barry an apology? Absolutely. I'm like, yeah. We, well, we, as of right now, sure. We all bought the uh, jump to conclusions, Matt, at, uh, from uh, Office Space. I mean, the guy made a million dollars with the pet rock. I have an invention. I say jump to conclusion, Matt. You, RG, you ready? You literally jump. To conclusions. Best they show him the prototype. <laughs> that is what you said it was. <laughs> the guy made a million dollars. So a lot of people very mad. Stop me if you've heard this before. A lot of people very mad online uh, that Aaron Rodgers, after some news came out yesterday, was not suspended like Antonio Brown, Mike Edwards, and John Franklin III were. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Antonio Brown, and Mike Edwards, right? Mm-hmm. I'll explain why. <laughs> yesterday, the news broke that... A.B., Mr. Big Chest, Antonio Brown, Mike Edwards for the Bucks, and a free agent, uh, John Franklin III. Correct. Have now been suspended uh, three games for misrepresenting their vaccination status, violating COVID-19, NFL COVID-19 protocols. If you remember, about two weeks ago, this story broke that Antonio Brown was not paying his personal chef. <laughs> Literally... Biting the hand that feeds you. <laughs> Not paying his personal chef. And we've known Antonio Brown to skip out on all kinds of bills for a long time. Yeah. And he's a wild boy. He's a wild boy. Mm -hmm. He's more wild than Marquette Ron. Mm -hmm. So Antonio Brown didn't pay his personal chef. So his personal chef obviously won, it was like ten dollars or $20,000. there, And the personal chef was like, all right, I'm going to get you. So he unleashed all these. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> unleashed all these text messages between uh, Brown's uh, girlfriend, fiance, or whatever, and him, and yada yada. Antonio Brown paid his personal chef five hundred dollars 
to get fake vaccine cards for him and apparently some team members like Mike Edwards. So Antonio Brown then said, nah, 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 this is, this is a guy who's got a vendetta out against me. I remember his agent tweeting about it the other day, uh, last week, yeah. two weeks ago, saying, yeah, I asked my client, Antonio Brown, he said he'd been vaccinated, he said he got one of the drive through um, clinics, whatever, and got, <laughs> and got the jab. So the NFL did an investigation, come to find out Antonio Brown never didn't get vaccinated. He lied about it. He, he had a fake yep. vaccine card, which actually is a, a federal crime. Yeah, that's a that's a federal. So Antonio you know. Brown had a fake vaccine card. Mike Edwards had a fake vaccine uh, vaccine card, and so did um, um, uh, Jonathan Franklin, John Franklin the third. So they've been suspended <laughs> for misrepresenting their status. <laughs> now they were going all about like they had, you know, been vaccinated, yada yada yada, and skirting all the rules that unvaccinated players have to follow. Mm-hmm. Then I saw online. Everyone that's, you know, has got a vendetta out, maybe Ben Kenny, he's coming in later. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so, though. That Rogers should be suspended, too. I'm thinking to myself, are you really that dense? Aaron Rodgers provided over 500 pages of homeopathic records and doctor notes from his team, uh, which the NFL then took, the PA, and then they eventually did deny it. And then said, you know what, we're in your, our eyes, you are not vaccinated. So then Rodgers followed strict non-vaccinated protocols, minus the Halloween party, and then <laughs> got busted, obviously. Um, well, he wasn't, he wasn't busted. He just told the media, yeah, I'm immunized. Right. The NFL knew. The Green Bay Packers knew. Everyone knew besides the media members who feel like they were duped. And now they're mad about it. Yeah. So people, oh, Aaron Rodgers should be suspended. Ah, this is insane. No. Antonio Brown went out about his business like he was a va- like there's different rules rules for thee not for me when it comes to the vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Yeah. Antonio Brown went around like he was uh, clearly violating every protocol there is, misrepresenting who you know his status. Yeah. And then no wonder he's been suspended three games. Now he's dealing with an ankle injury. And Aaron Rodgers outside well, of not wearing a mask I, at a Halloween party. I'm actually wondering how much of this might be a time served. Like, yeah. how much? Well, it's that Roger, I would equate this to jumping off sides to a helmet-to-helmet personal follow hit on a quarterback or something. No, but I, I'm saying in this Antonio Brown, like, hey, the the Buccaneers are like, we, we've we just been saying he's hurt to try to protect him, which in that case, that's a whole other thing in well, itself. he did post he was in a hyperbolic uh, chamber trying to fix his ankle. Well, yeah, I would too if I'm really serving but he a had, suspension. But he had like diamond earrings fake. on and his, his chain on and a cell phone. And I'm like, I don't think that should be in a hyperbolic chamber right. just, to, just to put that on. Um, so I, I'm thinking all of it's a front for actually being already serving that suspension of having fake protocol cards. Well, Edwards got suspended the same amount of games too, though. But like, Three? Yeah, yeah. When was the last time he played? I, I'd have to go look at his stat sheet. But yeah, he's been suspended and uh, the, the, the free agent, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Um, very intriguing story. Let's go to the, the NFL. The NFL. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, let's go to the phones. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, what's up, boys? Hey, Polly. What's up, dude? Just a, just a quick call for clarification. I'll call back with something of substance later. But uh, Sorry, you know the number, baby. <laughs> just, just to let you know, I was watching ESPN. Mm. and Tough. The, the thing about Antonio Brown, which is actually dumb, the stupidest part of it all, is he actually was vaccinated. Wait. And the vaccination card is real. The information on the vaccination card is not accurate. Oh, okay. So he didn't forge the 
the what a weird story. Yeah. So he didn't he forge the get, he, he didn't forge did the card itself or the the you know the template. He just forged the well. What I think writings. Is, what I think is maybe he started out with that intention yeah. and got the card, but then actually went and got vaccinated. In which case, <laughs> you think they would? In which case, they would give him because they give you a vaccination card when you get it. Yeah. yeah. So why didn't he just use his real one? But that's what they're saying on ESPN is that he actually was. <laughs> was this this morning then? Yeah. <laughs> what a wild story, dude. Well, but, I think the biggest thing about it all is why don't you pay your chef? Why don't you pay <laughs> why don't you pay the person who cooks for you? That's not how you get rich, man. That's that's my biggest gripe of all this. Why don't you pay the guy who cooks for you? You know, you gotta take care of the people that take care of you, otherwise there someone's always got an axe to grind. That is insane, dude. Yeah, he he skirted out on um Let's see here. Paying his personal trainer, uh, paying someone else who was like throwing parties for him, and there was another bill he skirted out on uh, recently. Too funny. He needs to get a hold of Von Miller and figure out how to charge people after the okay. fact. I just saw. I just found it, Paulie. <laughs> uh, the league's investigation found that Brown bought a fake Vax card with him to training camp, but then someone a little later told him uh, that he could get in trouble for that. So he made the decision to then go get the jab, and then that's why he got the the hammer dropped on him. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. What a wild story. Unbelievable, dude. <laughs> Paul, you're the man, brother. You right, gonna, hey, you're, are you going to call back later? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'm going to ask you about stuff. Michigan and stuff, but we're just up against the break. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, buddy. All right, see you. We'll talk later. So there you go. Another twist in the tale. <laughs> like, hey, baby, I noticed that uh, you're pretending to have this uh, card. You're going to get in trouble for that if you do that. I said, really? Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I will go to that drive through uh, clinic and get it done. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, the NFL uh, suspending him for a couple games. He does have that ankle injury, though, RJ. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, like, earlier, was it this week or last week, he had uh, he was in a hyperbolic chamber. And I'm like, I don't think you can be wearing all your jewelry and have no. a cell phone in there. No, I don't I think you that can. Uh, it's not good. So I don't know what it is that you're doing, but... Um, it definitely makes me raise Hey, bro. All right, RJ, coming up, news of the weird. You had sent this to me last night. Yes. And it's 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 strange. It's strange to me. All right? It's strange. <laughs> it's, it, I think it's strange to a lot of people. All right, yeah. so we'll come back. We'll do a little college football. But someone, like a fake vaccine card, picking up something else that's fake. So we were just talking about fake vaccine cards. Now we're going to talk about fake Southern accents. <laughs> we were joking earlier this week, Brian Kelly, who's now you know head coach at LSU, do you think he's ever even tried jambalaya? No. I mean, he probably he, thinks ketchup spicy. Yeah. Brian Kelly... Heinz 57 sauce is too spicy for him. Brian Kelly, not a Southern guy, right, RJ? From Boston, uh, went to work at Grand Valley State... Yeah. Then Born on, Everett, Massachusetts. Then on down to Cincinnati, then to Notre Dame. Not to be confused with the Southern gentleman. Yeah. Not okay, sure, well, not sure he's been below the Mason-Dixon line <laughs> in his life other than like a bowl game. Maybe get some biscuits? Yeah. So, Brian Kelly, introductory... Um, some cornbread. That's probably his his spicy. He was uh, he had his, he has big reveal last night, right, to the whole crowd of LSU. I love it. I, I, whenever whenever a new coach gets hired at the end of the season, the first appearance is always at some basketball game. Yeah. So Brian Kelly, 
like Antonio Brown getting his fake vaccine card, Brian Kelly has now picked up a fake Southern accent. Sure has. In the course of leaving after an 11 minute meeting, 11 minute meeting to tell his players of Notre Dame he's he's peacing, <laughs> to then going down south and now all of a sudden he's got a Southern accent. Did you see the? Uh... Take a listen, RJ. Real quick, take a listen. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started. Get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. <laughs> I haven't even won all my games yet. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, to be with you great fans and to be part of what is going to be an incredible ride here at Louisiana State University. University. Where did this southern did, accent did, come from? Didn't want to throw in the LSU. Uh, uh, it would have been great if he went in another completely different accent. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Where did the southern accent come from is what I want to know. It's a great night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great night. Well, that, sounds it. like he's trying to do some Australian southern hybrid. All right, I know, I know Ben wants to get into this topic. I'll wait, for, I'll wait for Ben to unleash this video on us coming up. You know, uh, Brian Kelly once said that Leonard Skinner wrote this song about him. Well, this isn't Leonard Skinner. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Neil, Neil Young. Young, excuse me. And then, excuse me. And then Leonard Skinner Neil said, said Southern, Southern man don't, don't need you around. around. Anyhow. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Scott would be disappointed in me with music trivia right he'll, there. He'll probably be calling in here shortly. All right, so Brian Kelly now has a fake Southern accent. <laughs> what? Oh, I forgot Central Michigan in there. He went from Grand Valley, Central Michigan, Cincinnati, then to Notre Dame. Hey, y'all, we're going to come right back here on Over the Line, go and talk ourselves just a little bit. I say, I say, uh, I, say, I, say, I, say I say, I say to you, we're going to talk ourselves a little bit more college football. And coming up, then uh, Bobcat Round, he's going to join us, and we're going to talk to us. Y'all some, come back now. Some basketball. Here. We'll go. <laughs> Y'all come back now, yeah? On this day in history is something very special. Right, Ben? On this day in history, 45 years ago today, 1976, December 3rd, what happened? Rocky premiered in theaters. Uh, there was one time when you and I were doing the show together, and Grant Bills, we had an interview with Grant Bills on. Grant, Grant said what? He had not seen Rocky. Ever. Ever. Not a single one. Never. Not even Creed. The I, he had barely even heard of it. So we tasked Grant, this was a couple months ago, to at least watch one and report back. I can confirm that he is not because I talked to him when I hosted his show well, on was, Thursday. Okay, well, maybe he's got some time. Let's, let's, I have an idea. I have an idea. I just want to check in on this glorious day that is Rocky's emergence, 1976. Birthday. birthday. It's Rocky's birthday. Let's just call Grant Bills and see if he has a... Uh... Is this the first live on-air call since Jeff Janis? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yes, uh, Grant Pilsner. Yeah, this is he. What's going on, Ebo? Oh, hey, hey Grant. Good morning. Um, how's it going? How hey, you doing, brother? Hey, Grant. Good. Uh, are we on the? Do we happen to be on the radio? Yeah, we're live on air. Just to let you know. Oh, good. I'm not doing anything. I'm just in Walmart. I'm looking at different kinds of champagne. What's going on? Uh, uh, well, uh, real question. Uh, cool question. Are you looking at champagne for the beautiful day that is on this day in history, Grimpels, to celebrate? Um, the day in history. What is today? The December. Is it St. Nick's Day? No, is I'll give you what, a hint. Hang on, hang on. Can I, Grant, Grant, we asked you, Ben and I asked you to do something a couple months ago, I think. Hmm. 
Uh, do you want to give a hint? Do you want to give your hint? Because I'll uh, give a hint after you. Yeah, 45 years ago today. 40, 45 years ago. Certain movie came 40, out. Oh, shoot. Is Rocky not 45 years old, is it? Grant. Grant, on this day in history. Grant Bills. Rocky came out December 3rd, 45 years ago today, 1976. You've had 45 years to watch this movie, and you still haven't. Well, this is just quite a... I needed this this morning. Thank you. Now, I know you're what, 24? Three. Three? Jesus. Grant, Grant. I'll, yep. gi- I'll give you the first couple years of your life. You've had 20 years to watch this god movie. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> Buying champagne I- at 9.45 in the morning? Are you an alcoholic? <laughs> Maybe. I'm, not t- I'm getting zing-bang, too. Would you calm down? Ooh, Bloody Marys. Yeah. All We're right, hosting well- a bachelor party tomorrow. I gotta be strapped. Oh, yeah, the bachelor I told party. Ben the other day, I told Ben the other day that it's the bye week. So I'm gonna take some time and maybe watch Rocky. But he did, you gotta let me do it on my own. He did tell me here. that, but it's been breathe. two months. Can you do it this weekend? No, he's he's gonna go to strip club. Uh, it's a long, oh, it's a long there's weekend. Grant, there's nothing more American than watching Rocky. I've never done this before, but I feel like I should. Watching Rocky <laughs> at the strip club, Grant, for a bachelor party. Let's go. How many- how many clubs like that do you think we have around here, Ebo? We're not all I don't from know. Big city. I don't think that one exists, but we can open one now. Yeah, maybe, maybe one that only shows Rocky on the TV. All right, Grant, I, we just want to call you to see here. if you've if you've done the task of watching Rocky on its birthday. Rocky's birthday today. Can you give a happy? Hey, I I heard on your show yesterday you give a great happy birthday shout out. Can you give a happy birthday mm-hmm. shout out to Rocky, please? Happy birthday, Rocky. If you want me to sing, I suppose I can no, sing. No, 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 do not sing. Grant, uh, Grant, you can sing the song. You're, 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 not you the best, you're not the best man in this wedding, are you? No, I'm in the wedding party, but I'm not as best Okay, man. I'll say if the best man was getting champagne from Walmart, I'd be like, why is that my best man? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right.